In this week's episode of Let's Talk About It, we're going to explore what it looks like to forgive, but still have boundaries. And then we're going to talk about what it looks like to choose what to eat for dinner. You've made it. You're here. Now let's talk about it. Hello there. Yo. And welcome to an episode of Let's Talk About It. I'm Malcolm. And I'm Micah. <laughs> you had a really long pause there, so I was going to say, he's Malcolm. And then you would have had no time to think about responding. So I would have just said nothing and looked at you and then you'd have to take it from there. Yeah. That would have been nice and awkward for everyone. I like to change up the intro every <laughs> now, you know. <laughs> Different inflection points. Longer pauses. Longer pauses. All of those things. It's good to keep people on their toes. Micah, my love, how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. I'm doing great. I don't believe you. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, harder days come, easier days come after that, and then so, more days. So we're just going to speak in code on this podcast is what we're doing? <laughs> We're just going to speak in code. Yes, today is a lesson in, in code speak. No, but how are you? You know, post-election, you know, feeling. Wow, feeling, it is post-election, yes, isn't it? Yes, I watched a lot of CNN over the last week. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's been a fun, a fun week. But, uh, you know, feeling good. Hopefully, be feeling better. <laughs> right, whatever that looks like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, I mean, briefly on the topic. A, I don't know how to feel. B, one way I do know how to feel is grateful. Mm-hmm. But there's also this, like, tension that I'm still holding in my shoulders. That's weird. <laughs> What's going to happen next? In the words of Elsa, let it go. I'm trying. Trust me, I'm trying. Yes, but we have a fun episode for today. Allegedly. Although we say that about all of our episodes. We do. We really do. (laughs) But this time it's extra true. Extra true. Oh, so let's see. We're going to start off with a pretty big topic. Mm. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness and boundaries. So why don't we just dig in? Malcolm. Yeah. What do you think in response to this question? Does one have to reconcile when they forgive? Just define reconcile. Mm. I guess. So in my mind, if forgiveness is necessary at all, mm-hmm. that means there's been a rift in the relationship. Yes. There's been a at least perceived offense. Mm-hmm. And so I guess reconciliation would mean repairing the relationship to the state it was in before the offense. Mm. That's my very rough attempt (laughs) at a definition off the top of my head. So with that definition in mind, what, what say ye? And the question is, 
if you forgive, do you have to reconcile? Yeah. Like, do you have to, are you obligated to work to get the relationship back to what it looked like before? Not in every case. I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't, yeah, it, it's obviously a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. It's not black and white. Um, but I think there's some relationships that are altered um, mm. and cannot be prepared, repaired, especially if it's like a issue of, um, I mean, God forbid, a, abusive situation or mm-hmm. um, when you feel like you're in physical or emotional danger, it's. Not a, safe. Yeah, when a person shows you that they don't really have regard for that, for your emotional or physical safety, um, I think that's a place where you need to create some sort of boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's like the first example that comes to my mind when I think of, but there are also relationships like in a marriage relationship, you, you know, you work to reconcile and fix and repair. And I think that, I mean, marriages by, by virtue of what they are, they've got some different rules at play, right? Like I think, and I want to preface this by saying I do not condone abuse of any kind in a marriage. And so the conversation I'm about to enter into has, Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with abuse. So Mm -hmm. if you're listening and you're, dealing with something that looks like abuse or you know it's abuse this is not me mm-hmm. saying to stay mm-hmm. i want your safety above absolutely. whatever obligation people are saying you have absolutely um so with that said <laughs> marriages do have a different set of rules like i think mm-hmm. for marriage to kind of transcend all other relationships, right? Because that's kind of that's kind of the onus that we put on marriages. Mm-hmm. That you do have a different level of commitment. I'm not saying anything super profound, but that different level of commitment says that you're willing to reconcile after certain offense that say you wouldn't be willing to reconcile after in a in a friendship. Mm-hmm. Or even in I mean in some cases in a familial relationship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the forgiveness within marriage, I think, should be a separate conversation mm-hmm. just for the sake of this. Mm-hmm. But now that you've brought the safety word up, mm. goodness, I, th- I think that's such a loaded word because is every offense an issue of, of emotional safety? Mm. I think... Lately, I've seen people throw this S word safety onto every conflict. Mm -hmm. And I just I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I think Mm -hmm. some perceived offenses are just that like Mm -hmm. you two are chafing in areas of personality or behaviors that come natural to each of you that just don't mix well. Like, I don't know if it's always an issue of safety. What do you think? I think it's varying. I think it's it's varying degrees of safety. Like, it's not a. One size fits. Yeah, it's not, and it's some people's requir- requirement <coughs> for safety is different than other people. So, That's an offense true. for one person might not be like if a if a person's had a relationship in the past where they've been physically abused, mm-hmm. then any show of any sort of physical aggression, even if it's not um, an actual striking of a person. Right, but could, it sends them back to that. Right, or yeah. or a person that's 
maybe has an issue with alcohol and they're around a person who just doesn't care and just mm-hmm. comes around them and is belligerently and is asking them to get involved and drink. It's like that's a different level of safety that may not be an issue for somebody else. So it's I not yeah. like it's 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 different per person, but then it's also I think there's varying degrees. I think mm-hmm. at, at some level, anything that requires re- requires an uh, apology or reconciliation, there was an issue of safety at some level involved in the conflict. Mm. Whether it's, you know, how, where it is on that safety spectrum is depends on the person and depends on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, to track with you, that person gets to decide, you know, what their level of safety is. And I mean, to be honest, it really isn't, the other person doesn't have an opportunity to dispute that. You know what I mean? Like they don't get to say, I disagree with you. I don't really think that's an issue of safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I think I'm tracking with you there. Maybe I, maybe I renege. <gasps> Gasp. Gasp. Do we have a sound effect for that? No. Okay, maybe next week. I don't know them that well. <laughs> um, I could guess. It'd be fun. It'd be way more fun if I guess though. Oh my. Okay, guess. Okay, here's the sound effect in response to me saying I renege. Okay, so I know what these these two are. So I know okay. it's not that. I think it's I think it's this one. Nope. Nope. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> nope. That's not it. Okay. Oh well. Now this has just become. Oh, world of wonder. Is that it? <laughs> Maybe that's it. Uh, okay. Whatever serious tone that we had in this conversation yeah, is gone. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So we've had the conversation about, do we need to reconcile or return the relationship back mm-hmm. to the original state? We've had the conversation about, is every perceived offense mm-hmm. an issue of safety? Mm-hmm. And to that we say yes, because that person who has perceived the offense gets to decide. They get to define that for themselves. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't done is describe or try to put into words what forgive even means. Because mm-hmm. I think that's really what we're talking about in between the lines. Because a lot of people, the reason I brought up that original question mm-hmm. is I think the message that I was sent from from many of my younger years is if you forgive someone, then the relationship looks the way it did before you were mad. And as I've grown up and I've been through some more complex relationships, I've learned. Well, I mean, you don't have to talk about me like I'm not. In the room. Oh, I'm cheese right and rice. Gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anywho, <laughs> um, because I'm still very much. In love with you, so that's not even what we're talking about. Oh, you trying to you trying to butter me up? Maybe, um, <laughs> but yeah, just like as relationships get more complex, you see that that's not true. Mm-hmm. But in seeing that that's not true, then your definition of forgiveness gets more complex too. Yeah. So I don't know for you, what comes to mind? Like when someone says the word forgive, what behaviors or like internal thoughts and decisions does that involve? Mm. So we, we're thinking from the perspective of the person 
mm-hmm. that is being asked that is asking for forgiveness or is that or that is doing the forgiveness that is doing the forgiveness mm-hmm. so what do i think of the word forgive from that yeah. perspective um i mean gave me a harder hard question to answer <laughs> it is hard to answer right it is um hmm in the workplace it looks different <laughs> Who cares about the workplace? Yikes. Forgiving the workplace is just ignoring it and doing more work together. That's what that is. I mean, right? Like, let's yes. pretend like it never happened yes, right. is what forgiveness means. Act like we like each other <laughs> when we have to see each other. That's yeah. basically what that's about. Which has its own functions. I mean. I mean, yeah, forgiveness is, it's, it's layered and it's, it's layered and it's, I think there's a level of empathy that needs to be there. A, a level of um, understanding, like understanding what your you have to really understand what your offense was and why it was offensive. Um, if I try to apologize for something that I don't know what it really is, that it's not is that a real apology? And is that really? So is this the person who's being? Forgiven? I've lost whatever whoever <laughs> is. I'm, I don't remember which. We need which to draw a diagram. <laughs> I think what I hear you saying is. The person who's maybe asking for forgiveness or who did the offense, mm-hmm. that it's helpful for them to understand yeah. and to yeah. have empathy for mm-hmm. the person that they harmed or mm-hmm. offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an important aspect of it. Um, yeah, I think another important aspect of forgiveness is kind of foregoing. I mean, if you look at the, at the way that forgiveness is portrayed in the Bible, it's like the foregoing of... I don't want to say justice. That sounds so. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. So maybe not justice, but like, cause I mean, justice is going to be done. Right. right? But maybe the repay, like you, yeah, you forego yeah. the repayment or yeah. some kind of retribution. Mm-hmm. Um, at least from that person mm-hmm. who caused the offense. Yeah. So wait, if I don't forgive, I can like get vengeance. That's how some people define it. <laughs> like, I ain't forgiven you yet, so I'm going to get my get back. <laughs> I've heard some people say yeah. versions of that, uh-huh. yeah. And, I mean, yeah. I think if if we follow that definition through, mm-hmm. if you still expect repayment from the person who hurt you, then, yeah, you might feel justified in getting it for yourself. Yeah. But in the act of forgiving, you say... I mean, yeah, what is it like uh, Colossians chapter three, maybe that's mm-hmm. it's dangerous to just make that guess mm-hmm. on a recording that's going to be out there You're forever. Right. Um, I might be wrong. Somewhere in Colossians, I think there's this image of the account being cleared mm-hmm. um, and that this is the one of the many images of forgiveness that Jesus um, is aligned with yeah. and what he accomplished on the cross is. The account's been cleared. What what humans were due to pay, they're no longer due to pay because someone else paid it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that definition, I like that definition because I think that's how I think of it, too. Yeah. If I have forgiven someone, then, for example, if I see them on the streets again, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't expect them to apologize. I don't expect them to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I don't expect to feel justified in me bringing it up. It's just the account is cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
to go back to your point earlier, is it safe to have the same kind of relationship that I had with them before? Mm -hmm. That's a whole different question. So I wonder, like, how do we answer that question then? Mm -hmm. I kind of like what you brought up earlier, which is if this person is just they have no regard for your feelings and Mm -hmm. they've demonstrated that to you several times. I think that's a reason not to reconcile, so Mm -hmm. to speak. I mean, it repeated offenses is another thing. It's like, yeah, like they do it over and over. Uh, if it's something that, especially if it's something that's really one of your pet peeves or really something that, yeah, and you've like verbalized it to yeah, them several times. That that's I think another place where it's healthier to create a boundary. Yeah. Um, and then if a person doesn't really show contrition, yeah, like if you hurt me and you're just. Like you don't feel about anything? it, and you're just well. I'm not wrong. I didn't do nothing wrong. It's like, ugh. Well, yikes. If we can agree on that, then how can this relationship continue? Yeah. 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 And so, in that case, so that, like that maybe this is a different conversation mm-hmm. for a different episode. But boundaries has become a very like abstract word. Mm-hmm. So. When we say forgive, but with boundaries, mm-hmm. I think to like put flesh on it in the sh- like just really briefly, that means you've forgiven them, but you're only allowing yourself to engage in certain behaviors with them. Mm-hmm. You're only allowing them certain accesses to parts of your life or mm-hmm. even like. Even like your internal world. Yeah. Like if it's an emotional offense and like say this person keeps disrespecting you or they keep bringing up something that they know is painful to you, mm-hmm. then maybe the boundary is you choose not to share intimate things with them in the access, future. The access, the access piece. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to like that helps me to kind of think, OK, mm-hmm. what are boundaries? I think boundaries are about behaviors and access if I were to. And it's about I mean. I mean, intimacy is a word that's kind of got yeah, like a sexual it or does. romantic connotation. But intimacy is just closeness in a relationship. Exactly. And so that is really what it comes, a lot of it in relationship comes down to is what level of intimacy are you comfortable with? Yeah. And I think, you know, to your point, maybe intimacy is, is really about access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? And that's emotional access. That's mm-hmm. um, relational access. Yeah. Um, or even like access to your time yeah like mm-hmm. if a person is has repeatedly hurt you they're not responsive to your 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 pleas mm-hmm. to stop mm-hmm. then maybe they don't need as much access to your time as they had before yeah um just to protect you mm-hmm. you know from potentially being hurt again mm-hmm. or i mean in a sense too, people who are in the process of forgiving and i like to call it a process mm-hmm. and i would say I mean, I think scripture calls it a process, too, when we're told to forgive 70 times, seven times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes being with that person kind of reminds them and sends them back to yeah. that time when they were hurt. And so limiting access to their time just helps them heal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a complicated thing. It's complicated. But I think ultimately, like if I were to sum up this conversation, the mm-hmm. person who has perceived the offense or, or, you know, has been hurt, mm-hmm. 
like you really get to make that decision. I think for mm-hmm. me, I just, I feel sad when people feel obligated to, to completely reconcile. Right. Mm-hmm. When in their gut, they don't feel safe to yeah. do it or they don't. Yeah. They just haven't healed to the point of doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's really your choice. And like, you get to decide what access someone has to you. Mm-hmm. Um, really regardless of how far you are in the forgiveness process yeah. either you mm-hmm. know those two things don't have to coincide coincide yeah yeah so we figured it out we figured out forgiveness there it is there it is everybody go ahead and wrap that up in a neat little bow um it's free so you can just kind of just distribute it as you like but we love to hear you guys' experience with Always. forgiveness and boundaries um so on social media use the hashtag talk about it pod uh we love to hear your experiences what you learned what how you see things differently or yeah. even if you have a different opinion than us we'd love to hear about that we always do respectfully respect <laughs> but yeah we love to hear differing opinions yeah. so you know what's interesting? Go. As we arrive at this topic of choosing what to eat for dinner, mm-hmm. I think I think we've done pretty well the last few weeks. We've eaten out a lot. <laughs> so you have to say all that in the microphone. What's wrong with that? We're supposed to be fiscally responsible and whatnot. We we have not been the nope. last several weeks. Nope. We just need to be honest about that. Nope. <laughs> Part of it is stress eating. I think our bodies are like, uh, carbs and sugar, please. They have been cooked by someone else it's true (laughs) so the age-old topic of choosing what to eat for dinner relationships have risen and fallen on this (laughs) on this on this hill (laughs) relationships have died yeah so what makes this so hard maybe we start there me i make this so hard what (laughs) in our in our instance we have two different philosophies when it comes to eating oh you know what i appreciate you saying it that way there's two different philosophies <laughs> what's yours mine is that i need variety variety is the spice of life i don't want to eat i don't want to eat the same thing twice three times in a week <sighs> like even if i love a food i want to have something different the next day See? See, that's what's confusing for me, because if you love a food, then you want to spend time with it, right? I want want space between. (laughs) I will ask when I'm like, for for example, if I go to Chipotle, I get either the chicken or the steak. But what I get depends on what meals I've had that week. If I've had steak the day before, I'm going to go with chicken. If I had two chicken meals earlier in the week, I'm going to go with the steak. I need the variety. So, (laughs) y'all... I love this man with my whole heart, but I do not understand. (laughs) Let me tell y'all my philosophy. Food for me, and I think I've noticed this recently, I'm I'm a bit more of an emotional eater than I realize. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate the familiarity of food. Like Mm -hmm. food is like... I wonder if it's been grounding me because it's like, okay, my tongue knows, my taste buds know these flavors. Mm -hmm. When I go to Chipotle, I get the same thing every time Mm -hmm. I get it. (laughs) Get a chicken burrito with some mild uh, tomato salsa, some mild roasted corn salsa. What else do I get? I usually get white rice. And if I'm trying to be fancy and all healthy, I'll get brown rice. So you get white rice. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then I get my sour cream, no lettuce. And so my taste buds say, you know what? I've had a stressful week, but this Chipotle right here that tastes the same that it did today and yesterday, this is my grounding place. This is my place of peace. Let me let me tell them what uh, what else happens <laughs> we did at Chipotle. We walk up to the counter, and my wife, knowing that she's going to get the same thing she got every other time she's coming to Chipotle, says, "You go first. I need to look at the menu." No, you don't. Okay. You really don't. Need to no, look no, at the no, menu. no, no. You're not going to do that. <laughs> go ahead. You go first. I need to. I, I'm not ready yet. Y'all, I'll be stroking my chin ready. like I'm thinking. Like I'm thinking. I'm like Michael, we all I could I could do your order right you now. You really could. It's the same every time. <clears throat> but I f- I feel I feel adventurous for a couple seconds before I walk up to the sneeze guard, and then my taste buds say no 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 no. Stop it. We need something familiar. Hush your mouth. <laughs> so like that's that's what we that is one of our struggles. Yeah. Is that I want to try some different that's stuff. That's the crux. Well, Michael will eat at the same six restaurants. I will. BB over Bob, and over again. You know. And, okay. Let me say this disclaimer: We are not getting any promotional. No. But if you guys would love to pay us, <laughs> I would be so happy. We will gladly nice. take it if you want to. But um, preferably not BB Bob gift cards. That'd be great. If something else. That'd I don't. Be I don't agree with that. Well, I can't. I'm not gonna eat a BB Bob gift card. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yeah, like I, I have the same like five or six restaurants that I will gladly patronize. <laughs> and Malcolm is like, no, I want to have adventure. I want to explore. It doesn't even have to be a new restaurant. Just a restaurant that we haven't. No, I think for you it has to be a new. It restaurant. It doesn't even have to be that. It could be. So, Micah, there's some weeks that you ask me what I want to eat, and what do I say? I mean, what comes to mind is I don't care. No, there's. I get to that because I was like, I don't even want to have the conversation. But it's, it doesn't matter. Just something that we haven't had before. Yeah. And then Micah looks at me like I'm crazy and says, "What other restaurants?" I remember this is funny. <laughs> Early in our relationship, Micah would suggest a restaurant, and I'd be like, "I don't really want that." Well, fine, you just pick what you want. I was like. You just you're gonna just completely bust out because I didn't pick the one you want. Well, what else is there? <laughs> seven o'clock on a wednesday there's a lot of different <laughs> options other than the one that you picked <laughs> y'all i was as true as i'm sitting in this skin so serious when i said <laughs> i remember that moment i was like what else is there because in my brain there were only six restaurants and you had crashed them all to the ground okay so to answer the question, what makes it so hard to choose what to eat for dinner? Differing philosophies, or I think you and I have different relationships with food. Absolutely. I would say that. Like for me, it's like a grounding. This is familiar. Mm-hmm. This is my place of peace. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's like it's a realm of exploration and mm-hmm. adventure. And that sounds scary to me. Mm. Like trying new food, I didn't really do that until you and I got married. You're welcome. To be honest. You're welcome. And now I feel like I should go apologize to my mom because I really made her just cook like this, <laughs> the same thing. Maybe over your mom and wanted over. to cook the same thing. Maybe. I mean, I was pretty emotionally flexible, so she might have just been doing it to have some peace in the house. It's pretty self-centered of you to think I'm that you controlled later. your mom's menu. Look with now, your we can <laughs> we can have a conversation about parenting now if you want. <laughs> my mom was amazing. She knew how to keep the peace with this emotionally <laughs> flexible child. Um, what do you think are some other challenges that people face with choosing dinner? I mean, because I mean, is financially, not, there's one. Well, that's the other. 
That's the other that one. limits your choices right there. Absolutely. And there's been some some woo. The Lord has brought us a mighty long way. Yes. He's still yet working with us. <laughs> He's still yet working. There's just it was one night we were I think it was it was either about to be too late where our options were gonna be limited or it was doing? already too late. And it was like, well, McDonald's is open. I was like, if we have to eat McDonald's, I'm not eating. I'm not eating. You did say that. Not, <laughs> and what did we do? We had some cereal. I don't that? know, but we did, I did not have McDonald's. Yeah. Though. I haven't had McDonald's since then, actually. Thank God. That's right. I just, I, that was a turning point for us. I really felt for you that, that night. <laughs> I got to, look, I don't even really like McDonald's like that. Yeah, I don't, does anyone? Re- well, yes. Yeah. Yes, they make a lot of money. Yeah. People obviously do. So, like, when it gets down to that, like, I don't want to eat. Yeah. Like, is it, like, here's the other debate for us is dessert. Because I am semi-lactose intolerant and don't do ice cream at all. Mm-hmm. And my wife loves ice cream. So, she'll just it's be like, amazing. oh, I can get ice cream from here or here or here. And I'm like... All those places just sell ice cream. So what am I supposed to do? But I mean, then you could do what so many other Americans do, which is just eat it and suffer through it. No, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, thanks. Um, but then this like, well, we can get you something from the grocery store. And I was like, no, if I want dessert, I want like some for real. real. Yeah. I want some for real, for real dessert. I don't want to go to the bakery section of Kroger and buy some cookies. I want cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. Okay, see Or now. I want a brownie Sunday. Or I want a brownie <laughs> explosion from <laughs> such and such it's like I don't want to or the great wall of chocolate from P.F. Chang's like you I don't want to just you this cheesecake that's that's fancy that's fancy dessert but when I want dessert I want dessert I don't want a half step y'all I want a half step <laughs> if we so gonna all, do it all of us ice cream eaters we, we just get the it. half step and you get but, no cheesecake. y'all get to go y'all can get ice cream from anywhere the grocery store the gas, the gas station, station. <laughs> Y'all, there's no specific brownie places. That's true. That aren't we, expensive we as all get out or open inclusive. late. You're right. You're ice right. cream places be open till ten o'clock. That's true. There's a lot of love for ice so cream lovers. Like, Man, I know. So now, now we've begun making brownies and things. Or I just at don't home. do <laughs> don't do dessert. Like, you can yeah. do ice cream. I'm just not going to do anything. You've got an amazing restraint. It's wonderful. If to I see. can't get what I want for dessert, then I have nothing at all. I'm, I'm not going to be unhappy eating dessert. <laughs> Mediocre desserts, no fun. Wow, that'll preach. That's another thing. I think like quality of food matters and makes you motivated to eat it or not. If it's not something that you really want, like I'd rather just cook than if we're going to eat that. Yeah, I don't. I don't share that philosophy. Like our great hibachi debate. Okay, do we, you you really gonna yeah? Let's talk about it. We gonna just, talk about let's it. Let's talk all about it. <laughs> I only want good hibachi. My wife just wants hibachi because from hibachi anywhere. is amazing. Okay, <laughs> there's I love hibachi, and I'm just gonna stop the conversation. There. There's some <laughs> bad hibachi. <laughs> you know what? No, there was that one place where I'm pretty sure the rice was plastic. If you're if the rest if the restaurant name has hibachi in it, it's probably not good. Okay, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I'm if not gonna be calling out the, restaurants. There's now. Benihana and those type of restaurants, whatever wherever whatever in your region it is. And then there's <laughs> the McDonald's of Hibachi. And then, there, and then there's the restaurants that are <laughs> right under there. And then there are the places that you're just like, Y'all shouldn't be doing this. We don't have those places nearby. Yes, we do. Well, we have nothing nearby where we live. That's but. true. We're out in who knows where. 
In an undisclosed location. In an undisclosed location. <laughs> That's why I was sitting here. I was about to name off street intersections yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> Ain't gonna <laughs> find me. Careful. Ain't gonna find me. Okay. So, in conclusion, the wife makes it difficult. It's not always the one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just, I, I just don't care. You know what? You do have a lot of grace for me, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I really do. It, it saves energy when you know when, when you don't care. Y'all, that's a whole different. That's another episode because <laughs> I can I cannot count how many disputes I'll call them disputes you and I had. Mm-hmm. They either began or ended with me saying, "I don't understand how you can't how you don't care." Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't under I don't know what that feels like. I don't have a frame of mm-hmm. reference, and. It got to the point where Malcolm just broke it down to me. He's like, no, it's not like it's not like having a negative emotion towards something. It's having no emotion at all. And y'all, my mind is blown by that. I don't know. I don't know what that feels like to not feel something about something. I think it's amazing. It's a superpower. Is it? I think I think you have that inside of you. You just don't know how to describe it. I don't know where it is. Those times when you don't know what you want to (laughs) eat. You don't care. No, that's. No, that's, no, that's not true because then I give a suggestion. You're like, exactly. Papa I feel something. And then you something. just say Papa John's, and that's what we're having. Papa John's pizza slaps. Their sauce, <laughs> their sauce is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, we'll have that conversation some other time because yes, that, that boggles a, my mind. It's a great conversation. And I know there's many, many of amazing people out there who cannot feel something about something. And I would love for you to tweet at me at <laughs> spoken worship. <laughs> on twitter and help me understand because that is well if they don't care they probably won't tweet you that's true that's true okay well can you care about this thing and then like <laughs> help me understand because i really do think that's a superpower all right malcolm what have we talked about today well today we've talked about forgiveness and boundaries we <laughs> talked about the different ways um that you can decide where your boundaries are the different reasons why you would need a boundary mm-hmm. we talked about what forgiveness is what it ain't what it ain't mm-hmm. and what um yeah it, it, what does it like for a relationship to change as a result of an offense yeah uh, we also talked about how to choose we more just <laughs> talked about our struggles with choosing what to eat but uh, i think we got down to we did why it happened some of the core issues yeah you know. i would say this was a very philosophical conversation it was in a very fun <laughs> kind of way and that's the best way to have philosophical discussions Indeed. so is that it are we done i think so are you sure i think we did it we did a thing oh well guys <laughs> thanks for joining us this, this feels so short i know but don't, don't worry we'll be back again and we hope you join us for the le- next episode of let's talk about it i'm malcolm and i'm micah and we'll talk to you guys later <laughs>